Hey everybody, what's shaking? Let me tell y'all, um, why? Okay. Um, I seen some people have favored me or whatever, and they have Anchor app as well. And I'm gonna say her name is Mimi, and her talk show. She's Haitian, so you know I had to show her love. And I need y'all to go show her some love. If you're Haitian and you speak Creole and you understand the language, go check her show out. She's cool. When I found seen that she favored me and I went to go look at her show, I was just like, okay. So, um, yeah, shout out to all my Haitians out there. But with that being said, this episode is going to be Talk Your Shit. Now, Talk My Shit is, I chose Talk My Shit because it's going to be about everybody. And you might see some episodes where one person might be like, I did NeNe, if you listen to her last week, I did NeNe because NeNe's was tr um, trending. So she got her own episode. But if somebody's like little stuff, I might, they might fall into my talk my shit category. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk my shit. Now, what I'm going to do is look into my notes and tell y'all what's going on. Tell what's going on. First, I'm going to look to see how I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to do it how I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, first of all, let's talk our shit with this. Donald Trump, he got COVID, supposedly. Um, um, he has COVID. Um, now, the question is, do I believe he has COVID or whatever the case may be? No, I don't believe he has COVID. I feel like he's covering up the whole COVID situation because of the shit that he said during the debate. I just feel like, me personally, I feel like I was telling my, you know, my older audience people, I was telling, I feel like people that's 55 and older, get the fuck out the White House. Why are you in the White House, bro? Get the fuck out. Like, we don't need y'all old motherfuckers. People that's like my dad, I have to tell my dad that shit, like daddy. People that's in the fucking 60s, like Donald Trump age, I would say like, Maybe six, because some of the 55 people still spunk a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I should say 65. 65 and older, my man. Get the fuck out the White House, bro. Because us millennials, we about to take over and we need to take over. Like, old people out the the fucking White House. Did I keep, Am I saying warehouse or White House? I hope I'm saying White House. If I'm saying warehouse, it's because I'm traumatizing my job. <laughs> But, um, anyway, like I was saying, I just feel 65 and older. I'm talking about Congress. I'm talking about when it comes to the judicial system, all of that shit. 65 and older, we don't need y'all no more. Get the fuck out of here. Now, next. Um, let's talk about who got COVID. Um, I think Kanye West has COVID. Um, who else they said had COVID? Trey Songs, I seen he had COVID. Who else they said had COVID? Um, it's a couple people COVID out here. Um, you already know his stupid ass wife Melania got COVID. Um, 
Damn, who else got COVID, bro? Let's ask Google. What celebrities have COVID? <laughs> I found these results. Celebrities with COVID updated full list. Let's see. Google gave us a full list of people who have COVID. All right, we already know he had COVID. That's old. I'm going to read this before I start throwing people names out here. Because if I don't see nobody new names, I ain't saying it. We already knew he had it. Who else? Who else? All these people, we already knew they had it. So, this is old. This is oh 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 okay, but anyway, um yeah, Kanye West has COVID. Trey songs have COVID. Um, wait, Idris Elba got COVID again. The fuck? That can't be right. But yeah, so those two celebrities as of today is who that I know have COVID, which is Kanye West and Trey Songs. Am I surprised? Um, with Kanye West, not really, because he really been out here. He's been traveling. He just was in Haiti. He just, you know, he's always traveling and stuff like that. And then he be doing his church congregations and all of that. So I am not surprised. Um, Kim is taking care of him and doing all that extra shit. Is she going to get COVID? I don't know. Um, I don't know if she cares if she's going to get COVID. Because it seems like lately all the wives been catching it from the husbands. Don't it usually be the niggas? <laughs> that give a bitch something. But, um, yeah. So, like, Idris Elba or whatever. His wife had caught it after being around him. Donald Trump, his stupid ass wife, she caught it being around him. So, it's like, you know... Kim soon have it, and then the whole Kardashians fuck them bitches. I don't care. Now, um, Trey Songz, he has it. I wish him well. I wish everybody well to have COVID. All right, let's talk our shit next. Um, oh, another thing, I encourage everyone to go vote. Me personally, I think I'm going to go up to the place and vote because I do not have time. To mail in my ballots. Now, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, yo, what if Trump is trying to tell us to all go vote? So, you know, because, you know, it's speculations, allegedly, that, you know, Russia helped him with the voting because they did some scamming shit. What if he did that to draw us all to go and vote, right? So they could fuck it up again. Let me know what y'all think. Because he's saying, oh, the mailing votes is a scam is a scam, right? So nobody could want to do it and we all just want to go into the the place to go vote. And then he got his Russian friends in there fucking it up. If you didn't see the gym, what is it on Showtime? I forgot what it is, but it's on Showtime about the guy that he fired. Um, I think he was chief of police, if I'm not mistaken or whatever. Um, watch it. It's very educational. It's on Showtime. A good watch. You'll be surprised. The shit Trump is involved in. But yeah, give that shit a look. Um, 
Now let's get into the juicy shit. You know what I'm saying? The shit that gears me the fuck up. We gonna talk about everything. We gonna go into Trey. No, Trey. We gonna go into Tory Lanez because he finally spoke out. We gonna talk about um um Tory Lanez. Megan Thee Stallion. We gonna talk about Cardi B and her situation with Offset. We gonna talk about Bianca from Love and Hip Hop New York going back and forth with um, Mariah Lynn. We're gonna talk about um, who else? We gonna talk about um, Young Miami. She broke up with her dude. We gonna talk about that. We're going to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac with Candice and Monique. We're going to talk about um, what they're saying about Light Skin Keisha boyfriend and his situation. We're going to talk about Tamar and her situation. Who else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Princess and Ray J situation. Um... We're going to talk about super situation with her new boo. Um, so let's get into it. Now, I said we was going to talk. Let's hit Tory Lane shit up first because Tory Lane shit is old. In the meantime, I'm going to throw miscellaneous shit in there. Um, so let's get into Trey songs. What is this? If you ain't listened to my past podcast, I already spoke about Nene and her situation with leaving Bravo and her crying and doing all that wah, wah, wah shit. Um, so, let's get into it. Tory Lanez basically, basically came out and said that, you know, he denies the whole shooting with Megan. Um, I have my own little doubts about it because it just wasn't adding up to me personally. But um, I'm a type of person I don't like to really stress or talk too much on a situation until I know both sides. Yeah, we all heard her side of the story and basically he shot her and, you know, and... I guess her friend was there, even though this friend still has not yet to speak. But I have some information on that, too. But um, he dropped the whole, you know, song about the whole situation. So what I'm about to do is play the song that he dropped in regards to the whole Megan Thee Stallion thing. Just for some meals. And I thought that you were solid too. But look at how you doing me. 
Look at how you doing me. People try to ruin me. And what's even worse is I'm still thinking about you and me. How you gonna lie on my birthday with all your jewelry to try to make some fool of me? But I love you hard, so I'm gonna cool it be. Cause I was cool to write with Cuban B. That wasn't stupid me. Somehow I'm still down to renegotiate the unity. My heart is a foolery. This confusing me. I'm going through these phases. But I gotta stack that paper. And the real estate niggas have. He killed that shit. He fucking killed that shit. I see a couple questions. Get shot in your foot, don't hit no bones and tennis. Your team is trying to pay me as some whole minutes. I just lost like $10 million because it's cold business. But I got like 10 million followers that's gonna roll with me. Fans that support me because they know my heart. So I don't give a damn, shorty, no jigger. I was hard to beat the block. Any, mini money in these streets, and so my need to cop. I can play me, I can frame me, but I'ma reach the top. I would never put you in no danger, and if I did, you would have said it when you seen the cops. Let me get any bands. He fucking killed that shit. He killed that shit. Now, we got to remember, Tory Lanez is really good with this music shit for real. Like, Tory Lanez ain't, you know, with that fake music shit. He not with none of that. He's with this music shit for real, for real. So, when he had dropped it, you know, a lot of people had things to say so he had dropped the word and he said i don't move on social media time i move on god's time i don't appreciate oh wait i don't appreciate i apologize let's start this over i don't move on social media time i move on god's time i don't operate in fear i operate in faith i don't bow down to the lies of men i stick with the truth of god and for those reasons, it doesn't matter who rises against me in this hour and small season. Big on small obstacles, big or small obstacles, I will prevail and rise to the greatness as God said I will. So that was his response because everybody felt like, oh, he shouldn't have dropped no album. Why would you want to drop an album, you know, you know, just dragging on how you did whatever it is that you did to um, Megan Thee Stallion? Like, why would you even do something like that, you know? So, everybody started throwing their insight. Everybody has something to say. Tory Lane's alleged ex-bodyguard reacts to Megan Thee Stallion shooting. Now, this is Tory Lane's bodyguard. Listen. Yes. From your perspective... He never reacted like how they how the media is portraying him to act. Okay. I've never seen him do that. You know what I'm saying? I've not I've never seen him do anything physical to a woman. I've never okay. seen that. Now a nigga, yes. From your perspective, how has Tory, from when you were with him, interacted with women in different situations? Um that's a very. We make sure I word these correctly. I don't want nothing to I say to be looking in the wrong context. You feel me? Um, right. I have never ever seen Tory scream at a female. I've never seen him, even when he got into you know say with his his you know say his personal partner. I never see him get mad or violent. I've never seen that part of him. He he's the type of guy he just gets you away from him. Like look, what you need. You need money, you need hotel, you need to go home, you need Uber. He quit to send you on your way. He's not the arguing type. I've never seen this guy argue before. I mean, this is from my experience. I can't speak on nothing that's going on specifically today with Megan Thee Stallion and that. I cannot speak on that because I was not there. I was not present. All I was having to do was read the tabloids and see what everybody else did. 
so I'm not going to speak on that because I don't have no knowledge of that. But the story, the Daystar Peterson, remember, the Daystar Peterson I know, the, the Fargo, that's why I called him, you know, that was just Arthur Ego, Fargo. The Fargo I knew was not, he was not like that. He never argued. He never raised his voice. He never tried to get physical. Nothing. All he would say is, where are you going? <laughs> that was his thing, like, so for my experiences, I, I, I'm just going to say that. I, I can't, I'm not going to say make the rise or none of that. He is not that type of guy to get violent, you know what I'm saying, at the time I knew him. Okay. At the time, we was who we was together. Like, I didn't know, like, nothing about that. Like, we, we never had those type of problems. So, he basically painted a picture for people to know, you know, people that's, that, that chill with, with fucking Tory Lanez outside of this shit, and he was his security guard, so he just was like, you know, he felt the need to speak, but I understand why he spoke, because he just spoke to really, you know, describe how he is as a person. But um, he wasn't actually at the event, so he couldn't really talk too much about it. Because he wasn't really there there. So, let's get into it. And then, Tory Lanez supposedly had spoke to Tia. And T.I. felt the need to tweet that it didn't go down like that. And then Tory Lanez had put down to my fans, I'm sorry for silence, but respectfully, I got time today, 9 p.m. So that's when he had dropped the whole thing. And then Tory Lanez started throwing, now he felt like he had a voice, so... Everyone started posting stuff. Tory Lanez alleged Megan's team is framing him. Megan people trying to frame me for shooting, but them boys ain't clean enough. Right? So, all that shit was going down. And then, everybody felt the need to say something. People that said stuff are like, for example, J.R. Smith supposedly said something. Asian Doll supposedly said something it's a numerous of people that said stuff um rick ross said something and um tory lanes definitely said something back like he had a response for everyone um dream doll said something he had a response for dream doll um a lot of people said had they little input on it and he was not with the shit when he said that he had time bitch he had motherfucking time for real. Okay. So when that whole shit was going down. So <clears throat> this is Megan versus at Tory Lane situation. Meg's friend blast. Right? And the get the friend it's it's sky it's Kelsey Nicole, I guess that's who her friend is. Um, she has something to say. So she said, this is Megan Thee Stallion friend. It's Kelsey Nicole. Like, how the fuck you go, you so silent, you goofy, long-faced bitch. 
How can you come in my room that day at the L.A. house and say verbatim, Tori shot Megan. You forgot you came back around 4 p.m. after you got dropped off telling me the details about how he fucking pulled out a gun during a petty argument and he got mad and shot her. How the fuck you let that midget bitch shoot my friend? Ho, but now you've been, now you being quiet, you coward. They blocked out. Coward, I'm guessing it's a coward ass motherfucker. Really lied to me of all people about being injured because Tori was beating your ass. What happened to that? Why you ain't say that? But Meg's supposed to be your best friend. That's not how best friends work. And you know you wrong. God gonna handle you accordingly. I also remember you mentioning that they gonna have to pay you or something or you forgot. That might be where that little necklace came from. I wonder why you only posted it on Facebook with the weak ass freestyle. Remember how Tori called you and I told you to decline it and we both listened to a voicemail of his as crying, saying how sorry he was for shooting her and how he was too drunk. That amnesia is a, that amnesia, a fool, huh? Y'all keep asking why Kelsey silent. Well, talk now, bitch. Now, my whole thing is I'm confused because it says Megan Friend Blast. So I guess Megan Friend was blasted. I don't know if she's blasting Megan. Maybe I should read it again. Like, how the fuck you go silent, you goofy, long-faced bitch? How can you come in my room that day at L.A. house and say verbatim, Tori shot Megan? Okay, so it's the friend that got blasted. You forgot you came back around 4 p.m. after you got dropped off telling me the details about how he fucking pulled out a gun during a petty argument and he got mad and shot her. How the fuck you let that midget bitch shoot my friend ho? But now you being quiet. You coward ass motherfucker bitch. This is crazy. Really lied to me of all people about being injured because Tori was beating your ass. What happened to that? Why you ain't say that? But Meg's supposed to be your best friend. That's not how best friends work. And you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. God going to handle you accordingly. I also remember you mentioning that they going to have to pay you or something. Or you forgot. That must be where that little necklace came from. I wonder why you only posted it on Facebook with that weak ass freestyle. Remember how Tori called you and I told you to decline. And we both listened to a voicemail of his ass crying. Saying how sorry he was shooting her and how he was too drunk. That amnesia is a fool, huh? Y'all keep asking why Kelsey's silent. Well, talk now, bitch. Okay, so that was the best friend. That was a friend. Oh, okay. Looks like Megan, good sis Dewey, has some things to say to Kelsey. Okay, so this is who Kelsey is. Okay. Okay, so Megan, good friend, came for her other good friend. Basically, because I could tell the difference. Because she said, long ass face, bitch. So, I guess this is the long ass face bitch she talking about. 
So, the long-ass face bitch basically ran to this good friend of Megan's and told her all the shit that was going on and far as Tori whooping her ass and how he shot Megan and all this shit and basically she wants some money and all this other shit. So, that whole thing was going down. And... Ooh, baby. So, while that whole shit was going down, ain't shit really changed, really, because Tory Lanez is still on his bullshit. You know what I'm saying? His his music wasn't doing too bad. Let me see. Let's ask Google. How did Tory Lanez's recent album go? Or mixtape? I found these results. Mm. How did Tory Lane's last project do on the charts? I found these results. Okay, let's see. How recent is this? Tory Lane's Day Star is much worse than just a ter- terrible album. Ooh. Tory Lane's Day Star is much worse than just a terrible album. The shooting incident allegedly involving Tory Lane's and Megan Thee Stallion is already an undependent moment to rap history. Now, Tory has decided to pledge further into sur- to reality with his surprise Daystar album, a project to be elevated on a musical scale. Frankly, the Sonics don't matter. His Megan, his Megan people trying to frame me for shooting lyrics on a telling title "Money Over Fallouts" convey enough for the people who seemingly wanted to know what he had to say about the violence alleged on him. But then he kept going. The project is a spectacle of male ego. As he strucks accountability, brings up his crush on Kylie Jenner, and and disses several celebrities for being Megan's claims that she was shot. Tory says he still has feelings for Megan, but he truly cared about her. He wouldn't have released an entire project attempting to make money off of her trauma. First, he questioned if she was really shot. Asking how the fuck you get shot in your foot. Don't hit no bones attendance. How later contradicting himself by asking if you got shot from behind, how can you identify me? Tory have two months to get his story straight, but instead of in- expressing accountability, regret, or empathy, it's far from a way hip hop grandest exhibit of victimhood. At a time when people specifically black women are still hurt that the okay now they're about to go into Brianna Taylor and all of that which I get it you know I understand it sounded like he was gloating on the album it really did but you got to understand he's a musician the only way he felt like he could get his word out is through his music this is what I don't understand they like 
They you get mad at a person that's doing gossip, but they're a fucking blogger. You get mad at a person doing music, and they're a fucking musician. You get what I'm saying? Like he ain't no nigga that's gonna sit in front of another nigga talking about another bitch. So he felt like going to the studio and doing it. Like I don't blame him for doing that. Now what he put in the music, okay, you could blame him for that. But the way he went about it, you can't be mad about that because he's a musician. So while all that was happening. Tori, I mean, with Megan Thee Stallion, that shit will have you wondering, like, whoa, like, what else is happening? Like, you know, <clears throat> as far as that, because it's just like Megan, some people really was like, damn, feeling bad for her. And then there's some people that was just like, nah, that bitch is lying because there's no way. You know what I'm saying? But then again, we would never know. We would never know. So after all of that transpired a couple weeks Later, her stylist calls it quits. Now, we don't know why, but he did. So, let's play what he has to say. Once, 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 all I can do is focus on what's in front. And what I can do, and all I can see is what is around me. I don't know what else is going on that's not around me. That's it. <laughs> I applaud, I applaud the motherfucking people in the world. That's it. All I want is peace of mind, some positivity, some great friends, my family, people that love me for me. Anything other than that, I, it can it can really just fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm addressing it this one time. Indict that bitch. It's life. It is what it is. Take it. It's what the fuck it is. There's no hard feelings. Nobody. I've come too far and I'm too old to not understand the realities of what some situations are. And a lot of situations are way too complex for half of the motherfuckers on here thinking they know something. Because all you're doing is trying to guess the riddle. And bitch, the riddle has been solved. You're just playing catch up to the idea of shit that you think that you know. But the reality is... So that's him basically saying he called it quits. He's done. He don't work with Megan. And that's it. Ain't no bad feelings. Ain't no shade. Ain't no nothing. Elevation. Basically, that's what he's saying. Now, his name is EJ King 21. I love him. I remember him from being with Tamar. Um, a lot of people is now knowing him because of Megan Thee Stallion, but... He been on, like, he been on. When I mean been on, I was on this live. And the comments people were saying, they was making it seem like Megan is who made him. First of all, Megan, you found him because he was that nigga, period. You get what I'm saying? And he had, period. It's not, I feel like, that's, I just feel like he's, he's, he's popping. He's popping. So, Megan see that, and then Megan wrote on Twitter, Get rid of whatever isn't helping you grow and get better. We don't know who she's talking to. We don't know who she's saying. 
We don't know none of that. But everything have an expiration date. And I love the way he said this. Why are you and Megan at work? Why are you and your, why are you and your baby daddy going through? Why are you didn't give you no child support? Why are you not claiming that baby? Why you had that baby knowing he didn't want no kids? We, you understand me? Why your car on empty? Why you didn't pay your car? No. Why you didn't pay that rent thinking because it was COVID, you had 12 months to pay your rent off and you want to pay your rent. And so now you're about to be evicted. It, these, are, these are the questions we should be asking ourselves. Why my relationship does is with somebody and why and why not? It's, I think that we got our, we got our things fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Everybody want to know what's going on with me and Megan. Do you know what, why your nigga didn't come home last night? Right. Do you know why y'all nigga is cheating? Mm-hmm. Do y'all know why y'all nigga in them DMs? It's just like y'all would never know. Like, it's between them. Now, hold on one second. So he basically, I could tell he was getting annoyed because like I said, the comments, they were dragging it. Then, you know, you got the Megan Thee Stallion bots that's saying, you know, doing this and that and a third. So he got annoyed and he was just like, bitch, y'all want to know so much about what's going on with me and Megan. What the fuck is going on with you and your nigga? Why your nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I understood with that whole thing. Then... Let's go pop our shit with what else is going on. Um, NBA young boy, baby moms, Janae, that bitch fucking owe somebody money because they decided to do business with her and she never paid them. I think it was about 6000 and she never paid them. So they wind up running down on her while she was in the club with fucking... Ari and um Tay and she got ran down on and from my understanding she was yelling for Ari's security and shit and Ari was laughing the whole fucking time. I would have been laughing too because bitch you shouldn't be doing business with nobody and not paying them no money. I don't know what type of bum ass shit is that but you making yourself look bad and you making your fucking Baby father look bad. So, girl, get it the fuck together. Now, we could talk. What do we want to talk about? Oh, let's talk about um light-skinned Keisha. Um, light-skinned Keisha... Allegedly, he doesn't pay child support. There's someone coming out saying that he doesn't pay child support. And how, you know, basically, you know, he be flashing and doing all this extra shit, but he really don't be doing what the fuck he got to do. Now, that's me talking about shit because that's why I put little shit like that. Like, that's a little commercial. Um...
Boosie, he threatened to sue Instagram for discriminating after his live stream was stopped. Um, you know, Boosie, he been going back and forth with fucking Instagram for a minute. Instagram been really fucking with him lately. Um... Or whatever. So, that's how that happened with him and his situation. Um, let's see. Who else is bullshit news? Bullshit news. Mariah Lynn is beefing. Beefing with fucking, uh, what's that girl name? The chicken noodle soup chick. Or whatever. Um, so, this is it. I'm about to play it right now. This is Bianca going in on Mariah Lynn. Crackhead, just like her crackhead-ass moms. And nobody gonna do shit about me saying she got a crackhead-ass family. Fucking crack baby. Bitch, you was on live yesterday getting crazy. Now I'm on live today. And you was on a yacht thinking you cute. Bitch, we on a yacht every motherfucking day. My cousin owned a motherfucking yacht. Like, what are you talking about? Niggas own yachts. Niggas got fucking elevators in a crib over here, like... Niggas, what are you, you don't got shit, bitch. You trying to get on another season of Love the Hip Hop starting with me. I was minding my motherfucking business. Heavy on a bailout. Heavy on a bailout, you fucking crack baby. Fuck is you talking about? Are you in fucking Newark, Jersey, bitch? Like, let me know where you at. When you fly back from Miami, because you got to come back to Jersey, let me know where the fuck you going to be at so you could pull up. Stop going on live talking about me. Stop saying that crusty panty shit because you want to fuck every nigga that I fuck. You talking about my baby father's a trade, but you want to suck his dick. You talking about I got crusty panties, but you want to fuck my baby. That bitch is a crackhead just like her. So, you hear how that's going. That's why I feel like loving hip-hop might be coming back because these bitches is really on some real shit acting a fool. Okay? And when I mean acting a fool, acting a fucking fool. Because when I see that, first of all, there's a video of Mariah Lynn. Let's talk about that. There's a video of Mariah Lynn getting her ass beat. I don't know if y'all seen it, bitch. But Mariah Lynn was getting her ass beat. And then she went to go pop shit. And they fucking, um, these Spanish girls she was fighting. I don't know who they, where they from or none of that. But they whooped her ass. And then... She went on live. Mariah Lynn went on live and was just like, oh, my hair is perfect. I'm fine. I don't got no scratches. Ah, ah. These bitches are scared to come outside. And then them bitches came on live and was like, where we at, though? And they was like, I'm outside. You know what I'm saying? So Mariah Lynn always popping shit. Like, always popping shit. No, she don't back down from no fight. You know what I'm saying? Is she going to win? I don't know. She, you know what I mean? She like a chihuahua. Like, they bite, and they might bark, and they might nibble on you, but they talk a lot more than they react. You get what I'm saying? They might react out of fear, but they ain't really going to do shit. So this was her response to Bianca. I had to get down here real quick and just say that the fact that a bitch got to talk about my mother is just sad and pathetic, especially when it's involved in a habit. Like, everybody knows my mother's still a so it's no secret to nobody. So the fact that that's the only thing you could say to try to hurt me, bitch, it doesn't it doesn't faze me at all because I love my mother regardless. One. Two, the views that you got, sis, <laughs> the views that you got over mentioning my name, say bye-bye because I'm not responding to you no more. Deadass, 
I'm sorry that I move around more than you, that I'm more popular than you, that my music sells more than yours, and that you gotta use my name to create traction to what you don't have going on. And behind my family, I will literally serve a life sentence. I will lose it all for my family. And that's a lot to lose. Like, dead ass. Right now, see, that's the problem. Bitches want to see me in jail. Bitches want to see me in cuffs. Bitches want to have a reason to pull a camera out and get more clout over my motherfucking name. But you're not worth me leaving the people who depend on me. Y'all not worth me abandoning my dreams and my goals and my aspirations. <laughs> nah, bitches chilling. I had to get down here real quick and... So, that was her response. To Bianca, I feel like it's all, you know, a storyline thing. You know, how that shit go. So, that was that whack-ass beef. Now, let's go in to Candice and Monique from Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm going to talk about them first, and then I'm going to go into Tamar's situation. Real Housewives of Potomac. You know what? Before I go into Real House of Potomac, I have an exclusive. And I wanted to drop this because I want to know what the people going to say. Now, Ray J with Whitney Houston when drug dealer called before death. Jaguar Wright says... Now, let's watch on the TV. Shut up, bitch. The fuck? You play when I fucking tell you to play. Hold the fuck? Now, the the title of this is Ray J with Whitney Houston when drug dealer called before death. Jaguar Wright says. Now, let's hit play. Speaking people. These are people who want to be regarded, want to be looked at, want to be thought about. Totally narcissistic. Yeah. You would have to be. You would have to be narcissistic to know that Whitney Houston was laying dead in a tub just a few feet away, and you're having the party anyway. Shaka Khan was angry. Brandy was distraught. And that that even that was weird. Because why the hell did Ray J leave just before the drug dealer showed up? We know did Ray did Ray J have something to do with that? Come on now. He was the last person with let's just All I'm gonna say is everybody knew he was in that hotel with Whitney. A phone call was made to a drug dealer, even though Whitney had just gotten out of rehab. Ray J left. The drug dealer came in. The next person to come in is Brandy, and she finds Brandy dead. And Clive says, Whitney would have wanted us to party on anyway. You must be out of your... Wow. They were rolling the dead body out of the fucking hotel and celebrating. Like, you can't even say it was a repast because she hadn't even had an autopsy. Exactly. When I heard that, bitch, that shit was very heavy on my shoulder. You hear me? That shit was sitting on me. You feel me? Because anybody that know me know I'm a big Brandy fan. Like, when I mean big Brandy fan, big Brandy fan. But that was the exclusive I have. Let me know your thoughts on that. What you think about it. I don't think Ray J got anything to do with it, but people like to pop shit and speculate shit. But... I feel like if Ray J had something to do with it, his life would not be the same. That nigga would be going crazy and he would be heavy on drugs because Ray J's really not about that life for real. Now, let's go to Real Housewives of Potomac. As you can know, um, Candace got her ass beat by Monique. 
I know that sounds fucked up to say, but that's the reality of the situation. How do I feel about her getting her ass beat by Monique? It was way overdue. Now, now, now not everybody deserved to get their ass beat. Now, real recognize real. I'm a hood ass bitch. I'm from the hood. Fucking Monique, we from the hood. My nigga, I think she's from what? Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Where is Candace? No. Where is Monique from that's in Real Housewives of Potomac? These are the top results. Where is Monique from that is in the show Real Housewives of Potomac? Here's what I found on the web. It's crazy. When you look people's shit up, bro. Yeah, I think she's from Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. What is her full name? Monique Samuels. Let me see. Maybe this will come up. She's 37 years old. She's 37 years old. They done told her whole business. Um, You look good for 17, bitch. All right, there we go. Bio facts. Let's see her bio facts. Damn, we don't have nothing. Birthplace. Right. She's from fucking New Jersey. You get what I'm saying? So real recognize real. At the end of the day, Candace, you was doing mad little dumb little kid shit. You get what I'm saying? We are not little kids. So you're going to get snack crackle popped. I feel like Candace, it was way overdue. And real recognize real. Not everybody going to tolerate your bullshit, my nigga. Not everybody's your mama. You feel me? So I feel like... It was fucked up. It just shouldn't have happened on camera. It was going to happen. It just shouldn't have happened on camera. You know what I mean? Candid, Monique, I wish you would have had hit me up. I would have told you, wait till that, the cameras is off, my nigga, because they're going to try to sue you and do all that extra shit. At the end of the day, Candace, you put your hand on her first. She made, well, she flicked your hair, but your hand touched her face. And whoever threw that water in her face, y'all can't get mad that all bets is off. Because me personally, if I was in that fight, Water touching my face. Robin would have got punched. Um, Giselle would have got punched. Um, the new girl would have got punched because I feel like all my back is against the world wall. So I don't trust nobody. And that's just real, real shit. Real shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I felt some type of way that fucking Giselle... And fucking Robin and all that was making it seem like, oh, us as African-American women, we shouldn't do that. It's not right. It, I just feel like it's a bad example. Giselle, shut the fuck up. Because you're a bad example for your daughters. Because your husband done sucked and fucked on you, my nigga. And had how many children? And you're with him. Right now. Years later. So stop it. Robin, stop it. Stop it. You're a bad example for your children. Fuck is you talking about? You play with money. You play with people's livelihoods. Come on. Then y'all get in a situation when it came to financial and they had to deal with your children. Y'all ain't know what y'all living situation might be. It was real shaky for y'all, right? Does that judge you as an African-American woman to show that you're careless with money? Because us African-American women, they think we're all out to just spend money and splurge and shop till we drop. Does that make you a statistic? No. 
So don't judge people's motherhoods on that. Ashley was the only person I was sitting there and I really wasn't saying nothing. The new girl, I'm not going to speak too much on her because she going to get it sooner or later because you be having too much input when you ain't need when you wasn't even put there. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't have no input on nothing. You Right now, I feel like in a situation, being that you a journalist, and you, be observant. Take notes. That's what you. I feel like she should be doing. But hey, that's why I said women are women. They're going to pop shit regardless. So, that's how I feel about the Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, let's talk about Tamar and her boyfriend... Um, what is his name? I forgot his name. Well, we're going to find his name because I got some tapings I have of him anyway. So, we're going to talk about him. In the meantime, Jaguar Wright is throwing shade at Mary J. Blige. Let me let you hear this. I promised my ex-husband he'd never get another dime from me. I meant it. You know, transport? Yeah, that, that is it. Well, I mean, when we were getting divorced, he wanted $8,000 a month, you know? Mary J. Blige can pay Kendu. I wasn't paying that fucker. You can pay him, bitch, like you should, because you stole from everybody else. Now you sitting there paying for all them fucking kids, you ain't even have them, dumbass. So she threw that shot because she feels basically Kendall, which is Mary J. Blige's ex-husband. He, um, you know, he has her paying, I think about 30,000 a month, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Don't quote me, but he got my aunt paying about 30,000 a month and fucking, um, spousal support. So let's get into let's get into the real house of Potomac. I mean Tamar dumbass. Um let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Where is she at? Are you shitting me now? I can't find it. Like I just had it. Well, let me let y'all hear what seem on tonight's episode. I know that the women felt like you were you didn't show any remorse for what you did and that your actions enforce a bad stereotype. Um, what's your reaction to that? I mean, you didn't seem that remorseful. At that moment, I wasn't remorseful. At that this moment, is Monique talking about the incident on Real Housewives of Potomac. What people need to understand is after the fight ended, I went home and I went back to mommy mode. Right. I have three kids I have to take care of. I have a whole husband here. Um, I have businesses that I was still running, a live podcast I was planning. I didn't have the luxury of going home sipping tea with my husband with no other responsibility. So my mind hadn't calmed down to the point where I actually could take it all in. When I met with the ladies, I still had not taken it in. 
I wanted to meet with them to simply apologize to them for putting them in harm's way. Did the remorse come later? Absolutely. But at that moment, I was being 100% real with them, and I did not feel it at that moment. Did you, was there any part of you that felt like you should reach out to Candace after the incident and apologize? Yes, and the same day that I finally started feeling the remorse, I sent a text message to one of the producers asking... The question is, how many days later did she feel the remorse? And minutes later, That's what I, I got an email her. from her attorney. So I had to lawyer her up because she lawyered up, and at that moment, she turned it legal. So I could not speak to her directly at that point anymore. You, you don't want to be defined by one mistake, but Giselle feels like um, this demonstrates... A Look at how she cleaned Giselle up. I love Monique. Okay. What's response to that as well as Giselle's overall demeanor during that sit-down? Well, I've never been in a physical altercation as the time that I've been on this show. I've never actually gone that far with anyone. And at the end of the day, to make it a stereotype about black women, I just believe it's a bunch of BS. Like, right. We're not the only ethnicity that has human moments, that have moments where we may get physical. I think they do that all across the board, and we've seen it on Housewives shows. As far as Giselle, she constantly brings people down with her mouth and the way she is. She's supposed to be a first lady, but she acts like a last lady. Hello. So when it comes to everything that she represents, I can't really say too many kind things about her either. I love you, Moni. You couldn't have said that Did no better. She couldn't say that no fucking better, bro. All right, so we're going to get into Tamar's situation. She has her own show now on um, WeTV. And basically, you know, she's supposed to be getting a whole new life. I need to know once and for all, are we in this or not? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm being penalized for being being Tamar. What you do, you know, need to consider is dealing with things. Is Tracy coming up on Saturday for his party? I know I talked to the rest of my siblings. Okay. And my mom. Are they coming? They're not interested in coming. So what do you mean not interested in coming? I don't know, but I I can't chase anybody anymore. I am tired. Are you telling me that you are prepared to completely dismiss, cut off ties with, never have any interaction again? People cut family off. Be clear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to make a decision about your blood. It's very hard to talk about, especially with the baggage around, mm -hmm. because... Is that what we're calling the crew baggage? Baggage. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know she was talking about you guys. You are the baggage. Okay. It's hard for me to talk about when they are around because of all of the things that has been perpetuated on our family show, right? Mm -hmm. Even going back to, like, the second season, not knowing that everybody was upset with me. All of a sudden, it's Tamar versus everybody. It's deeper. It's deep, and it's no resolve. Even from the time, you know, that my mom decided she would talk to TMZ and not have a conversation with me. The first time I seen it was on the news like everybody else. That's a problem. It's a problem! You've been all quiet and stuff. No, I'm not I need being to know quiet. I just answered the I question. What I need to tell people Am I being on quiet? the streets when they ask me questions. I'm I mean, talking about you know, business. I don't want to feel like I'm interviewing talking to my sister. Right now. I don't feel like I should get beat up or attacked because I kind of feel that way. And I feel that way because I am I am the person that's going through it. But wait, how do you guys interact with each other now when you see each other? Um, 
we like don't really see each other outside of the cameras, outside of the baggage. Are you kidding no, me? No, no, no. We should be mm. putting everything that is important in your life, and important meaning whether it's because you want to deal with it or you don't want to deal with it, because you don't want to deal with it is just as important, right? Because it's affecting you in ways you're not even conscious of. We right. should be putting all of that through this filter. Yeah, well, Mona, I've tried. I invited everyone to David's party, to my house for Thanksgiving, and no one wants to come. You invited them to your house for Thanksgiving? Yes. Emma, I am not a therapist, but there is something deeper unhealthy for you emotionally about accepting the fact that you are on the outside of your family. It cannot be healthy. No, it's not. It cannot be. But I can't do anything about it. What I'm saying? Oh, please, 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 please love me. Please be nice to me. Please. Please be here for me. It's like I see you and it's almost like you're in pain. You're in pain. Yeah. If we believe in the work that you're going through and the change that is happening within you, yeah. that conversation should be different. I believe like with family, you never stop trying. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you end up hurting yourself even more I get that. when you are constantly being rejected. Okay, right. do you understand what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. And that's where I am. I get that. So that was her opening up on a, I'll say like the first, second episode or whatever, the first episode of Tamar's show, Get Your Life or whatever. And um, it, I, I when I seen this clip, this I seen that clip before I actually went and watched the actual show. So when I went to go actually watch the show, I was just like, immediately I felt like it was very rehearsed. This is my honest opinion. I feel like the shit was rehearsed. I felt like it was too much happening. I'm like, bruh, this can't be like, this can't be it because it just seemed like, you know, I just felt like Tamar was being Tamar for sure. Um, Was she being over the top? Absolutely. As always, um, was I shocked? Absolutely not. But um, as I started watching the show, I started to see her husband in the show. And I was just like, oh, okay. Her husband's in the show, too. Drugs, alcohols. When I seen the husband on the show, I was like, oh, my God. Mind you, before I seen the husband on the show, he uh, pretty much was on some... He seemed very nice. He spoke very, very nice. You know, he seems like a very good gentleman. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get no bad vibes from him. I didn't feel like, oh my God, like, mm -mm, why is she even talking to him? They not a good match. It ain't gonna work. Like, he's too nice and Tamar. No, I felt like it was like a cool little balance. Right? So, I'm watching the show more on and on and on. She has like a coach or whatever that's supposed to like help her and inspire her to do things as far as, um, you know, 
better in herself and her music, better in herself and her life, better in herself with her love life, better in herself with everything. So basically you have dreams. She evaluates your dream and she makes you see things in different aspects of things. He had a problem with that because he felt. So after watching that, her sitting on the couch talking to Mona Scott, that was like a trailer or whatever. And I seen what she was going through and I'm like, oh, she don't talk to her sisters. She don't talk to nobody. So who, you know what I mean? Who is she being around? Like, who is she around? You know what I'm saying? Because I know you don't be chilling with Vince. So Sutton said, go into WeTV and watch Get Your Life, Tamar. Because I am, a, I like Tamar. Tamar's cool. She remind me a little bit of myself, you know, and that's outspoken and that's able, you know what I mean, to say whatever you want to say, speak your mind, whatever. So I like Tamar. So I gave the show a try, and the show is very Tamar, dramatic, over the top, diva, that's her. You know what I'm saying? She acts like the spoiled last born kid. My little brother acts like her. Spoiled kids, you know, she acts like that. I just hope my brother, when he gets in his 30s or 40s, he don't act like how she acting, you know. But she act like how Tamar normally act on her show. So there was a scene that kind of troubled me a little bit. It was the scene where he had an issue with her talking to this coach person or whatever that's supposed to, like, enhance her views on things and make her see things in a different light and, you know, go to her highest limit and achieve, you know, you know, evolve. Basically this person is supposed to help her in all different aspects of things, personal, you know, financial, everything is supposed to just enhance her. Um, this coach basically, you know, comes around, walks around with you or whatever. I forgot what it is. I think I forgot what kind of coach he's called. But basically, when I, what I seen she do, she takes, like, Tamar told her dreams. She took the dreams, wrote notes about it, and then interpret what the dream means, you know, like, or, you know, break the dream down or whatever the case may be. If you like it, I love it. Would I spend my money on it? Hell no. Would I go and do it? Hell no. But anyway, David had an issue with it for the simple fact that he's religious. He's African. You know, they go about things differently. They're not into certain things. They believe in one God, one God only. And he felt like the work that Golly was doing was basically not God's work. Like, you can't sit here and tell somebody about their dreams and help them build their life or grow or whatever the case may be by you doing things like this or whatever. I feel he felt like it was witchcraft fee and he wasn't for it. And he was like, y'all can't have sex, um, yada, 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 blase, blase. So I said, all right, cool. Um, so I still was watching the show. He's entitled to have his belief, like he said, and being that, you know, it's his spouse. He was like, I need to know, you know, what type of, if it's something spiritual, I need to know. And then, you know, Tamar, she grew up in the church He's very spiritual as well. So he was just on some like, I need to know like what this is about. So he goes and meet with Golly or whatever the case may be. I could play that tape in, but I feel like it ain't even all that to be playing. But 
Um, basically, he had a conversation with her. I didn't play it because the lady is real quiet. She, If you see her, she's very timid. She's not, you know, she's not that type of energy that David was bringing to her. Long story short, he started to give me a little bit of possessiveness or whatever and the way he talked and how he wanted certain things to be around and how he was talking amongst the house and my house, da 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 And I'm like, wait, who house is it? I thought Tamar said it was her house. Like, you know what I'm saying? So whatever, like, you know what I mean? It's her man. What's mine is yours. I get it. You know, that's probably his whole mindset or whatever the case may be. So I was just like, okay, he just came off to be like, you know, a little possessive, whatever. So, because, and the reason I say that is because he wanted her to not do it. He didn't want her to do the golly thing, even though I feel like if she like it, you should love it. You know what I'm saying? At least give it a try or whatever. So this is what really blew my top is when he had a problem that Vincent came to the house. That Vincent came into the house and basically interacted with his kid and da, 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 doing all this extra stuff. He was mad about that. Now, I feel like, how can you be mad? It's the father of the child, blase, blase. So this is what he had to say. basically saying it's my house we both share house like i'm not with that so i'm gonna play the taping again Some people do feel like that. Okay, whatever. So, he stressed his opinion. He like, I found out Vince was in my house. I don't like it. Yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling that. I don't like that shit at all. Get rid of it. It's not cool. I don't want him in my house. So, with that being said... So he goes and sit. The reason he said he didn't want her in the house is because they went on vacation and he came to see her husband had moved into their spot and was staying there for about four days. He wasn't with that shit. He was upset about that shit. And that pissed him off. So he wasn't with it. 
So, he had a talk with his baby girl. It's playing again because I feel like y'all ain't hear it. Shabackle happened, and you gotta understand they already had recorded this prior, so the whole thing started coming out of the relationship ending, domestic violence, yada yada yada. You know, basically, like you know. So as I'm watching the show, that really what made me draw me to the show. This is another part of the episode. She just springs it up on me. You're gonna go 45 days without sex. <laughs> That's not funny. If a miracle does not like the sound of that, who is going anyway? You haven't met her yet. Okay. It's a terrible idea. Tim is interested in doing the dream work, but I'm a hardcore. That's blind. what it's called, dream work. This is believing Christian. I really don't know about who Goldie is or how she does what she does. I'm not so sure that her methods are something that fit my own beliefs. It's not going to happen. But it's 45 days. It's nothing. Babe, you know how hard it is for a guy to go... Well, babe, what if I told you how important this is to me? How important is it to you? Skill of 1 to 10. Drugs. You know? So, that was his whole aspect on how he felt about the whole spiritual thing. So, as I continue watching the show and I see the tabloid started to unravel with this whole Ike and Tina situation that started to turn out and with, with them, I was floored because I didn't see it happening. And if it did happen, I didn't see it happening like that. Um, it started off with Tamar being unresponsive at home. So... Let's go into that. Mm -mm. 
some people really just don't be understanding how ugly they be looking when they crying, bro. Some people dead ass look mad ugly when they crying. I need to record myself when I'm crying, see how I look. So, they had a whole little domestic violence thing where Tamar was saying she was being abused and there's, you know, allegedly she has videos and pictures that's been posted of her getting abused. Not abused, but pictures of her bruising and everything like that. And it just started to be bad. Then... David came out and said that he's been abused in a relationship and the relationship was bad and yada yada. So here he go. Here's the truth. I've been a victim of domestic violence, domestic assault. I uh, I was attacked. I was driving on high speed. Uh, and I was, I was attacked. A blow to my neck. My, my, uh, my jugular. Despite all that, I got, don't worry, y'all. I'm not done with y'all. But before I say that, I'm going to say one thing. Um, 
about uh, what was told about me grabbing or hitting uh, Tamar or anybody else. It's a complete and absolute falsehood. I've never, ever, ever, I never will, ever put my hand on a woman. Ever. I grew up, but before I say that, I will do. I'll speak the truth. And here's the truth. I've been a victim of domestic violence, domestic assault. I, uh... You heard that. We heard that. The tapes of me can't really continue to speak about this. There we go. Because um, uh, the cops were involved. Uh, it's a criminal case uh, now. Uh, the damage, you know, damage to the car, the taping, the, 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 the assault. Uh, but I'll tell you something. Um, despite all that, can't really continue to speak about But it feels really good uh, to be back. It feels good. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, please uh, keep Tamar and I in your prayers. We need it. We feel it. Uh, I feel it. And I know she does. Um, I love you very much. Um, and God bless. But it feels... So, there you have it on that. It, you know what's crazy? This This month of September in October... It's been a lot of lying, betrayal, it seems like, you know, we got the president lying, they got, they got celebrities out here lying, we got deception being told to us, we got lies being told to us, deception, lies, same shit being told to us it's just violence people getting rocket sock them you know snack crackle popped you know it's just a lot happening a lot is really happening and is that really gonna be the continuous of 2020 because we did endure a lot this year and this year has really been a lot. So, everybody, thanks for fucking listening to me. Oh, stay tuned. Come through. Leave a message and shit. And if you felt like I missed something on Talk My Shit, my man, or my girl, what up? Let me know. Where you at, though? You know what I'm saying? But um, I love y'all. Subscribe. Like clap message email me instagram me twitter me do something the fuck candace speak on her situation Done differently that would have prevented the confrontation or how it escalated um i mean i i could say that i could have done what i did in in the previous week's episode, which is Walk Away. But Monique, as you all have seen in, you know, the the compounding episodes, she tried at every turn to start uh, a fight, to start an argument, to start drama. She was waiting for an opportunity, if you ask me, to have her day and have her moment. Is there... And make up for lost time. 
Is there any accountability on your part for for saying to Monique to drag you? Um, you mean as far as are you saying that I if I had not said that she would not have done what she did? Well, I'm a, I'm asking you if you if you feel like people people may watch and feel like that was a provoking statement. Well, yes, people have said to me that, well, you asked to be dragged, so you got dragged. Right. So let's go back to the moment when she threatened to drag me eight months pregnant when I was having a conversation with someone that was not her, that she walked into and escalated that conversation and that situation and then threatened to hit me in the face with a glass bottle. So the short answer is no. I don't believe that me quoting a violent pregnant person deserves or warrants me being violently attacked. There you have it. Candace response. This is Tamar going off on production on her show. I guess. So this is the recording of Real Housewives of Potomac, the aftermath of what's going to happen, the super trailer, I guess you can say, but the aftermath of the Monique and Candace shit that happened, the fucking debacle. Um, It looks like Candace's husband going to wind up fighting Ashley, and um, it just looks like it's a lot happening, so... I'm going to play that for you guys. What the fuck? I hate my phone. Incident with Monique. This is when we call the attorney immediately. We don't want her to go to jail. We don't? I am sorry. It doesn't matter what she does. Monique did ask me to write a statement. She wrote this statement as revenge towards Candace. You, Ashley. Monique has no self-control. What do you have? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Michael, you should get the out of my face. Shut the up and listen to what I'm saying. What? What? Hey, stop. I'm there you at. Don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Oh, I can't wait till it's about Giselle. Uh, this is Giselle trying to act like shit is sweet. My hands in marriage. No, I think we've got some rivers to cross. I think you can take a mic off of me. I think I'm done. It's her father talking. not a good move for her. You know, this guy's got six, seven baby mamas, you know. 
Do you want to deal with that again? No. As a father, you think twice about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm done. You gotta take it. Yeah. That's it. I'm clean. I thought you were gonna ask my dad. Okay. Even the dad got some shit to say. I'm not done, y'all. Because if you realize with Giselle, she always got something to say. How about you don't, how you don't have nothing to say that your daughters even feel some type of way that you talking back to your baby daddy? You know? Your kids even was a type shaky about that. So stop it, please. Now, let's see. There's go. I'm moistful. Not right now. You're justifying what you're doing. I didn't justify you're like this. You're justifying I y'all in my house to lower your voices. I by no means want to be anywhere near you. Then maybe I don't need to be a part of this anymore. The Real you Housewives don't. of Potomac. You don't, sis. They whack. They ain't on your level anyway. Um, Kentucky Attorney General calls Megan Thee Stallion powerful SNL performance, calling him out disgusting. Attorney General? Well, let me just say I agree that we need to love and protect our black women. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, but the fact that someone would get on national television uh, and make disparaging comments about me because I'm simply trying to do my job uh, is disgusting. Uh, but it's not the first time we see this, and it certainly won't be the last time we see this. Uh, at the end of the day, my responsibility uh, is to provide facts and truth and represent and stand up for justice. Uh, I think what you saw there in that display is someone who instead uh, wants to watch, wants to fashion facts to a narrative. That narrative is simply not true uh, in this particular case uh, with Miss Taylor. Again, it is a tragedy what happened to her. But what you saw on the screen there and what your viewers saw is something that I've had to experience because. Uh, I'm a black Republican uh, because I stand up for truth and justice as opposed uh, to giving in to a mob mentality. Uh, and those are the sorts of things that will be hurled at me uh, in this job. Uh, those are the sorts of things that I've heard uh, when I was in college. Uh, again, because of I, I identify with a different political philosophy and therefore that shades the way people view me. The fact that a celebrity uh, that I've never met before wants to make those sorts of statements uh, they don't hurt me, but what it does, it exposes the type of intolerance uh, that people uh, and the hypocrisy, because obviously people preach about being tolerant. We see a lot of that from the left about being tolerant, uh, but what you saw there is inconsistent. Wants to fashion. Shut the fuck up. That's a fact. <laughs> that person couldn't set it no better.